Hi, Laura. Hi, Naked News. I never have hot naked women interviewing me. So I don't believe that. It's, very, it's true. Thank you so much for being on the show. Clearly, it's my pleasure, Laura. <laughs> nice to see you. From the Naked News studios in Toronto, Canada, you're listening to Talk Naked. That was a great introduction. Thank you very much. I'm very good at my job. <laughs> you are, aren't you? Doesn't it feel impossible to balance work life and home life some days? Well, imagine being an industry leader as top adult content creators, sex therapists, and a household leader as a parenting duo for your young and beautiful family. Toss this dynamic together during the COVID-19 pandemic, and you have two people who are truly superhuman. I caught up with King Noir and Jet Setting Jasmine virtually to find out how they were managing the unique challenge of being parents and sex experts in the midst of homebound quarantine restrictions. As you're listening to this one, folks, we all, through the magic of a cropped Instagram chat screen, sat for this talk naked. I love this. Yeah. Look, I, I picked the right top so that I do look naked. Yeah, yeah, here, let me join you. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> We're both naked. We did it, Instagram. Take that. Just like that. Look, and I got I got a little nudity in there. Yeah, you do. Yeah, okay. you do. How Good. about that? <laughs> so I've been doing this series where I'm interviewing all of our friends and I'm calling them family of Naked News. Uh, yes. It's basically 10 questions on how you're spending your quarantine. Okay. And it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. I'm getting a lot of interesting answers, a lot mm -hmm. of neat stories. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, but the first one that I like to start with, uh, introducing all of this, is where you are in the world and okay. how you would describe your quarantine. Okay, so I am in Tampa Bay, Florida, and um, our quarantine, which we have been, we decided to self quarantine right when we left you in, in LA. Where were we? In LA. Yep, in yeah. LA. Um, so right from that point forward, so that was almost two and a half, three weeks ago-ish. Um, and now our state is finally following suit, as many of you may or may not um, have heard. Florida is finally putting or enforcing some more um, safer at home. I think that's what they're calling it right now. Mm -hmm. So for us, we have we are in our um, two-story home with our three children. Um, they are 19, 15, and one. And um, it's been interesting. So. Aren't you thankful that it's two stories? <laughs> you notice I had to say that, right? Of course. <laughs> that is very, very important to our survival. <laughs> yes. I mean, if people need the distance, they need to be able to, even while in self-isolation, have that mm -hmm. time apart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so absolutely. I, I, you're in a you're in a good situation now. We I thought are. Florida was going county by county. Was that a thing? With us going county by county, that wasn't really helping because we go in and out of our county so often. Right. You know, it's kind of like, oh, that store is closed. I'll go you know two blocks down to another county and you know so um so it being kind of a statewide effort we're hoping that that helps um some of the challenges too is that a lot of our um our neighbors are, are also homeowners in new york and new jersey so there is a lot of transition and, and we're also a hub for um tourism yeah international tourism as well as spring break and you know which was right around the time so we are um, 
hopeful that you know our leadership. The the,、um, the words are coming so slowly and carefully out of my mouth right now. <laughs> no kidding. No, I guess. <laughs> But you know, we're hopeful that our leadership、um, made the the right decision at the right time.、Um, but if not, we are certainly prepared for things to look a lot different over the next couple of weeks. So we've stopped up as best and responsibly as we've as we can.、Um, our parents don't live too far from us, so we've、yeah. been. Making sure they have their groceries and things that they need, we just miss them terribly.、Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a we have a schedule in our household, so we have some homeschooling going on in the morning. We take shifts with the baby.、Um, I'm continuing to provide therapy in our home office. We sent the kids for a 45、um, minute walk, so that way we could produce a film for. Um, some of of our you know companies and partners that are still looking for hot content during this time, so we're still working.、Mm-hmm. You've really figured it out. I think a schedule、yeah. is what most people who are feeling lost need to get on. Oh my gosh! Make、yes. yourself a routine.、Mm-hmm. So we've also worked with、um, everybody in the household has mentioned or we has shared. Let's say we had family meeting has shared. What do you need during this time? Like, what is the one thing that you have to be able to do each day? To you know, and everything from I need to be able to take one walk. I need to be t- able to take an uninterrupted shower.、Mm-hmm. I need to be able to sleep in until X, X o'clock. Like whatever it is, and then we're holding each other accountable to getting that self care thing done. That's amazing. You should really be writing like an instructional for people who are struggling right now. I'm serious. Well, I have been doing some support groups, for lack of a better、yeah. term, for different organizations、um, that their their staff is reeling, and you know, dealing. We're dealing with lots of emotions. Hang on one second.、Mm-hmm. King is here, but you gotta get you gotta get naked. It's naked. King, take your shirt off. <laughs> take your shirt off. <laughs> The peep, he's doing. He's 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 with、And、the program. I'm going to Taomi, who's in here right now.、I、oh, hey Taomi, hey girl, <laughs> <laughs> hey Tai Tai. Oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> I want to jump into my screen right now. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing well. It sounds like the household is under control. Uh yeah, yeah. I just uh came from uh. Waking up our napping son, so he's about to control the household right now. It's his his hours start at six o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. So I mean, things like I said sound very much under control. But where are your heads at through this? Because this is a huge change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you dealing with any any、um, desperation, any fears, or any challenges in in this major shift? So yeah, I think one the main anxiety that I、um, am working through throughout the day, and I think that's the important, is that it's it is okay to have these moments of anxiety.、Uh, it doesn't mean that the entire day is a bust. It doesn't mean we're not you know not going to make it. It means right now I'm feeling really really anxious,、um, and the over the overwhelming anxiety is about being able to provide and protect for our family. Okay. And what that means from having what we need,、um, making sure that our parents have what they need, the protection aspect with respect to making sure that the kids are following the rules in terms of getting you know too close to people and、mm-hmm. um, and then also just you know emotionally like keeping it together you know because. <laughs>、yeah. 
there is definitely um, uh, uh, we are seeing kind of like how top-down leadership works, yes. right? So if the top of of the chain is not doing well and is not getting their needs met or is not well informed, then you can't really lead, you know, lead the tribe, so to speak. So just you know, even the part that managing the anxiety is a, a big thing and staying as informed as I need to, but mm. not being overwhelmed with information. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my challenge. Yeah. King, where's your head at? Uh, I mean, for me, it's just uh, trying to think about not just planning for the rest of the day or tomorrow, but for the next week, the next month, the next year. Uh, how this is gonna how this is gonna shape up uh, I've been trying to read up as much as I possibly can on you know uh, past pandemics uh, different papers that people have written on pandemics you know uh, whether it be like think tanks or scientists who've been warning about this kind of thing for a little while and you know just kind of like trying to figure out what I can do and then at the same time you know, realizing what I can do and uh, accepting some of the things that, you know, that you, you can't change what's happening right now. You know, you can't wish your way out of it. You know, you can't dream your way out of it. You have to deal with what's going on right here, right now in the moment. And, yeah. you know, like I said, and at the same time, trying to plan for what's going to be next. Yeah, and, and speaking of getting information in regards to this pandemic in particular, where are you guys getting your information from? Hmm. That's a great question. Um, it's tough. Be, yeah, it is tough. But we're we aren't a one source family. Um, we when it comes to any like before this, mm -hmm. um, you know, we we have kind of like our favorite voices to listen to to get like what the highlights are, and then. Uh, really, King is responsible for the for resourcing like all the different like areas and perspectives, and I think we also kind of look to everything from entertain entertainment to the uh, therapy aspect to the medical aspect. We kind of do like a comprehensive check of like <laughs> how information that we might hear on, let's just say CNN, what is kind of like the medical communication communities take on that perspective what are different political parties what is their agenda attached to that um, what does this mean for people of color what mm -hmm. does this information mean for elderly people so I can't really say that we have one particular source of information especially because we are in the sandwich generation where we're caring for our parents and we're caring for children yeah. so we don't have the luxury per se to look at anything for just face value we really have to look at it from how is this information going to affect you know all of these kind of groups of people or even marginalized communities like ourselves where we are of color and we're sex workers yeah. um, or our clients you know specifically minor mental health clients so how are some of these things going to have an impact on those people so it does not benefit us at all to look at one source of information yeah. Yeah, I think that's that smart I think that's a smart approach. When you do leave your home, because I know we have to go grocery shopping, we have to do the day-to-day -day things, what are the precautions you take? Do you do the mask, the gloves? Like, what does that look like when you go outside? Uh, when when I'm outside, I right now, we don't have masks. So, you know, we're social distancing, staying as far away uh, from people who aren't in our particular isolated unit. Um, do 
go heavy on the gloves, especially, you know, yeah. when, when getting uh, groceries delivered, when going outside and you got to touch things other people have been touching and things like that. Try to stay as as gloved up as possible. Um, as of right now, I mean, where, where we live, uh, it's not a complete lockdown. So, you know, trying to get a little bit of sun every day is important. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Kind of like going back to the last question in regards to information, I think, yeah. um, whether it be on COVID-19 or politics or, you know, just anything, it's very important to, to research the, you know, because everybody kind of does have a favorite, but it's important to research and also to know who pays the bills mm -hmm. of the uh, news sources that you're getting your information from, um, you know, or if it's not uh, something like CNN or Fox or MSNBC or whatever, you know, they, they all have a certain lean to it. But also, you know, PBS is a public a public organization. So who makes those donations to that mm -hmm. to that company to kind of know, you know, are I these people <laughs> to, uh, are the people that you're getting your news and information from, you know, That's how so credible strange. are they um, when it comes to, you know, newspapers and 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 things like that, you know, if you're getting, you know, New York Times, Washington Post, LA Times, or whatever on your on your phone, also to know, do a little research on the writers. Um, mm -hmm. Check those yeah. writers and see how much the the stories that they've put out have things that are redacted, or or if they have any any lawsuits against them for, yeah. for no you know reporting false information. And I think that that's really important as well. Uh, and then you know just for going outside and safety precautions, you know. It's it can never really be too safe, you know. Uh, it's really at one of those places where we're still finding out more information mm -hmm. about how the virus is spread, and you know, it's it's life in the air or it's life on different materials and things like that. So you just yeah. have to keep yourself as as protected as possible. And just as Jasmine said, you know, we have we have kids and we have uh, parents that we have to care for. It's yeah. not just how your body is gonna receive this it's how the people who you come in contact with how their body's going to receive it as well yeah we really have to consider that more than ever before right now how do you think uh this quarantine experience and really the covid experience how do you think it's going to change us moving forward as humans that interact with each other hopefully it affects us for the better mm. and lets us know that you know how how we maintain our hygiene, how we maintain our health, how we maintain even our mental health and, and, mm -hmm. and how we look at the planet as it's not just you by yourself here. You know, it's it's a consorted effort. It's a group thing. Like we're mm -hmm. all sharing this space. So you have to also not just think of taking care of yourself, but you have to think of being a good world citizen and, and you know, hopefully just wash your fucking hands <laughs> <laughs> well you know there's um i think people are are seeing the value in things like technology outside of just for the social um the fun aspect of it mm -hmm. for those of us who you know many of us ha are using technology or have been using technology to make a to earn a living and things of that sort um but for those that kind of see it as you know frivolous ways of a uh, frivolous way of of 
of passing time. Um, maybe we'll see it in a different way. I hope that this yes. provides more access for people to be able to work from home. I hope that this provides more flexibility, especially for women that try to juggle being in the workforce and maintain a position in the workforce and, um, and also raise their families. I hope that this kind of evens the playing field for, um, you know, women to be able to do both more seamlessly. I hope that this shows the importance of things like paternity mm. pay um, for us here because maybe fathers or people who are executives and make those decisions are seeing the value of being home with yeah. your family yeah. and how much your help is not your help, but your presence is needed. You know, like the just the value of having um, multiple parents or partners in the home. Makes yeah. me makes me think all these companies that were putting out this uh, information were like, yeah, we did a thorough cleaning of our facility <laughs> and this, that, and the other. Like, yo, why did you not do that before? Yeah, right. <laughs> what were you doing before? Yeah. What do you mean? All of your employees are now washing their hands. <laughs> that's just it. I was saying with uh, Cherie Deville yesterday in a chat. She said. I'm hearing people say things like, yeah, I cleaned every counter in my house. Yeah, I washed my hands. Yeah, I, why aren't you doing these things to begin with? You right. know, so if anything, exactly. let's all catch up now yeah. in this moment. Yeah. So mm -hmm. one thing that um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure is always a challenging one to answer, but you're in America. What mm -hmm. do you think about your leader and the information that he's communicating and the decisions he's making in this pandemic? Do you want me to do it the politically correct? Just get into it. I'm, I'm, I'm not the politically correct one, so maybe you want to go with the politically correct answer first, and then I could ruin it. <laughs> Let me try to be your anger translator. <laughs> no, no. Um, so I, I think it's a really serious question because I do think that people need to um, understand that not everyone is supportive of, you know, I, I do, it, it makes me feel embarrassed when people look um, towards our country and think like, what the fuck is wrong with them? Why are they doing that? You know, or well, how do they let this guy, you know, do this? <laughs> and so no, where we are not satisfied with the direction of the leadership, we're not satisfied with how things have been handled to this point. Um, I do think that we're very realistic and, and um, empathetic to the fact that no one um, could imagine this this situation. And I think that there is a certain level of tolerance. <laughs> Bernie did 15 years ago. <laughs> yes, but 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 um, seeing it coming and being in the thick of things, you know what I mean? Like, even if you told me that this was going to happen, I would be like, well, we would just board up the house and lock up the kids and, and, mm -hmm. and wait for it to pass, you know? And, right. But the re but being in the reality of it is, like you said, we can't sleep it away because God knows I would like to sleep for six months and <laughs> hope this shit is over. Um, um, so, so I, I, I do want to add that level of fairness for the the other folks that may be watching this and, and feel like you try to do the job, you know. And and so I do understand that 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 there's a lot of difficulty. However, what I don't have tolerance for is a lack of sensitivity. Um, you know, it's one thing if you don't care about people; it's another thing when you let them know you don't care about them. You don't care what happens to them. You don't care if they're panic stricken or not. I think that is a horrible, horrible um, thing that we've been watching for a very long time, but even more so in this situation. And the part that that, that makes me feel um, 
very hopeless about our leadership it's a question that you just asked like what do you think would will come out of this yeah um i don't think that the i don't think that our leadership has the is on the same page as us in terms of what will come out of this i feel like there's a lot of self-serving agendas um and that makes me very worried about when and if we get through this what the outcome will be from that top down yeah um for me um I think first first and foremost, you know, um, I think it's important to state like I don't I don't know the guy personally. I can mm-hmm. only go by what he puts out there and what he does. And first and foremost, you know, he didn't have certain positions filled and there are still positions that have not been filled in the government because he deemed them not important because they weren't directly going to help him profit you know and it's been shown throughout you know how he's handled this you know putting profit over people um putting his own narcissistic feelings first before trying to actually calm and inform people yeah so you know like that aspect of it i i think you know his daily briefing yesterday was talking about a drug task force in the caribbean where you know there there does need to be uh programs to help people off drugs and and all these other things like that but people were showing up to find out what's going on with the global pandemic and he used it as an opportunity for him to pander to his base mm-hmm. and instill them with fear like yeah 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 this pandemic but you know there's still uh caravans and and mean mean drug dealers coming to get you so you know i got you i'll keep you mm-hmm. safe vote for me don't worry about uh going outside mm-hmm. you know he's been having these uh press conferences where he's not social distancing right he's not showing that he's keeping things clean you know he's getting right. up there and wiping the mic with his hands and yeah. shaking people's hands and all these kinds of things breathing yeah so you yeah. know he's not he's not he's not showing and improving by example mm-hmm. and then at the same time if anyone asks a question that is not one that you know they got their tongue in his ass then he's responding like a child to it and all of that just adds on to to people not understanding not taking it seriously or panicking because they don't know what's going on and i think another great example of that was the uh governor of georgia today saying oh i just found out that you know this virus can be passed through the air when mm-hmm. people have been talking about that for the last few months and right. also the center for disease control is in his state so it just shows that there's a group of people in leadership who are not listening who don't care because they're just trying to do take this as a money grab yeah mm-hmm. jeez it's it's very different being on the canadian side of things you know we only see it from the updates in our media and uh, and and i you're you're very brave to be living through it and making the decisions that you are you're doing the right decisions you know because it sounds like there's very little leadership to put it lightly very little trusted leadership to go by at this point mm-hmm. for people mm-hmm. that are watching in the feed right now and perhaps feeling a little hopeless feeling a little desperate um do you have a message for them maybe something to help motivate them keep them strong through this you know i think one of the most important things is to be as real as you possibly can with your feelings um you know if it's 
I woke up this morning and I feel lonely. Um, okay, like, you know, it's okay to sit in that, to sit in that feeling for a moment. Uh, and if you need to reach out, I think this is a great time that if you have not spoken to um, someone in a long time or um, you've been like, oh, you know, we need to hang out, but work, you know, we need to hang out, but whatever, like the butt is gone. Now's a great time to connect with people. But I think sometimes we have to acknowledge whatever the feeling is to be able to then have an action item attached to it, you know? So I feel angry right now. I feel angry that I can't do or whatever. It's okay. Um, what can I do with this feeling of anger? Maybe it's work out. Maybe it's do a project that'll allow you to get some of that, that energy out or, you know, simply writing, perhaps writing it out. I've been really encouraging my clients to, it's okay to be disappointed with the things that this pandemic has taken away from us. Um, whether it's, you know, we were looking forward to our tour. We were looking forward to friends' weddings and, and really, you know, important things. And it's not yeah. to say that we're not grateful for our health, um, that we're not grateful for the things that we do have uh, that are keeping us safe, keeping us entertained. But it's okay to feel to feel bad or feel disappointed or to need to mourn those things that you have to kind of put aside for right now. Um, there is a lot of information about us, you know, like keep your spirits up, you know, be happy and be thankful. And, and that's, that's wonderful too, but it's okay to feel the lows as well. We've never been through this before. It's okay. If you feel out of sorts or beside yourself, be patient with yourself. Um, talking to someone right now is a, good is is really a good thing our country has allowed therapists to work um via virtually thank you virtually so whereas some states had restrictions on that yeah. now um those restrictions have been lifted so if you have a therapist that you trust uh give them a call get back yeah. on get back to uh appoint to setting an appointment if you don't there's always blue pro therapy um or if you just want a recommendation you can certainly reach out to me and i would be happy to point you in, in the direction but i think that this is a really good opportunity for people to get in touch with the variety of feelings that they may be having and talk to either a trusted friend family member or even a professional to manage those feelings yeah i think uh humanity has been through not exactly this virus but we've been through other pandemics before mm -hmm. um and we survived we are in an age where there is a lot more uh available to us mm -hmm. you know we we do have information available to us we do have you know science is working hard all over the globe of trying yeah. to find a vaccine trying to find you know different ways to to help humanity through this so i think it's it's important to to also be thankful that you know we're in a time of this where we can hop on a facetime hop right. on a live you know get on your uh social media or you know binge watch a show like there's a lot that you can do to stay inside there's a lot that you can do to to kind of take care of your time and obviously that there are some of us that are going through harder situations than others but you know 
it's not like we're going through the flu of 1918 right. or we're in the bubonic plague or something like right. that where there is no way for us to communicate find out about our loved ones throughout the planet you know like yeah. there are some things that we do have afforded to us now where we can actually reach out and still be communicative with people even if we're social distancing yeah uh, i think it's also important to say like you've made it this far there are a <laughs> whole lot of other things that you know happen in life that we get to that point and we're like holy shit how am i going to get through this i don't know if i can do it but you have yeah you know so yeah. just remember your own strength recognize your own strength there's nothing wrong with looking at this moment and being like yo i i am still here and mm -hmm. i am still pushing and that's okay you know like Every, you know, every time I talk to you, I feel like I go through like a spiritual gym, you know? Like, <laughs> my body's like, oh, wow, I just feel so wonderful. Thank you both so much for making some time and imparting that wisdom and some of that beautiful life philosophy. Thank you for today. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Laura. Everyone right. take care. We'll check take in with yourself. you too soon, okay? All right, bye, bye now. Love you guys. Take Thanks. care. What an amazing couple. I'm in awe of how they managed to keep it all in balance. You can find the full-length video version of this interview along with a special Naked News feature with them from Mexico showing our guest anchor Kylie Morgan the ins and outs of a little BDSM on our Patreon. So make sure to connect today at patreon.com slash talk naked.